Well, hello, hello, hello there. It's been a long time coming, I see. It's been like, what, since April? Just about. Damn, it's been, my bad, I still gotta use my fingers to count. May, June, July, five months. God damn, I missed y'all so much. Sock Basse, you listen to the Culture Report. I'm your host, Stevenson Alcidor. Good morning, good evening, good night. If I'm sending you to sleep, good night, because I said it twice, I don't know why I said that. But you listen to season three, we back. Oh my God, let's clap it up for that. Season three. <laughs> I did not expect to be lasting more than one season. I ain't gonna, y'all ain't gonna clap with me. That's L-O-L. wild, that's wild, that's wild. But yes, I'm your host, Stevenson Alcidor, with my lovely host. Go ahead, introduce yourself. Hi everyone, this is Davey. Feels good to be back for season three. And we also got a new um, producer here, Email, Go ahead, shout you out if you want to, but there we go. So <laughs> so uh, we have a lot of things going, and this is not the most exciting one. I'm sorry, bro. We tired. Like, school is kicking my ass right now, bro. It's only week two, and I'm only beyond stress. Two. I'm beyond stressed, bro. These niggas got me g- giving out. I don't even have papers no more. I ain't know senior life is going to be like this. I got projects for every class right now. Sickening. I'm... I got a photo shoot to do this weekend. I don't even know how to work a fucking camera, my nigga. I got, I got, I got to find a model and treat her like she's um, Tyra Banks, whatever the fucking name is, or Naomi Campbell. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. This man was like, "Oh, don't shoot diagonally." Like, what the fuck does that even mean, my nigga? What the hell does diagonally mean on a photo camera? That I gotta. Oh, I'm just glad I'm gonna graduate next year. Oh my god. Okay. Oh my god. But how was your How was your summer? My summer was very interesting. So I studied abroad in South Africa. Ooh. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, it was really a good, a great experience. Um, you know what part of South Africa you was in? Well, South Africa is just like smart cities. Yeah. Um, we started off in Pretoria, which is like an hour or so from Johannesburg. Mm. Um, we traveled to East London, Coffee Bay. Um, we traveled to Durban, which is very beautiful. And then our last city was Cape Town, which is, like, the most uh, popular city there. Um, so, yeah, we were basically all over South Africa. Uh, we traveled everywhere. That <laughs> all sounds of so fucking fun, bro. I've never been to Africa, so I'm low-key jealous. Yeah, it was definitely a different experience. It was a culture shock, even for me. Um, so, so, yeah. Um, well, just over there, the way they interpret, like, culture and the way they interpret, like, their cultures is just different from us. So it was interesting learning about how different we are from Africans, but how similar we are at the same time. Mm. We are very similar. So it was very interesting. So, like, did it does it look like anything that you see in the pictures or, like, called poverty porn? Like, kids with no shoes and just looking dirty? Um, yeah, so there are parts like that, but there are parts where it is very beautiful, like I said. So it really depends on what area you're in. It's like here in the United States, like you have some areas where it's just not that great. And then you have some areas that are really nice, big houses like that. Um, so we did walk around and uh, drive by areas that had places where they were made out of like tinfoil cans and um trash and just different things like that. But you really just see how the people adapt to anything they have to go through so i mean so, so that sounds amazing i was just in miami all summer the beautiful sunshine the weather the rain the hurricanes thank god it, it missed um what's that hurricane name the fuck dorian. Is it called? dorian i always call it dorian for some reason um it was wild you know you know that shit stayed in um the bahamas for like five hours like it didn't move that's at terrible. all that shit, that was the scariest shit ever. It was a Category 5 just roaming through the Bahamas. I got family there. Thankfully, they safe. That's family good. safe in Miami. But, you know, the summer was 
I just stayed home and played my Xbox all day. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. That sounds terrible. It was okay. It wasn't terrible because like, I got a new cat over the summer. You like cats? I like cats and dogs. Like it's cool, bro. Look, the worst pet they ever have is a fish. Fish are boring as shit. Like you just feed them. It's not even a pet. Exactly. Like it's just there. I hated that motherfucker. I'm glad <laughs> so terrible. I'm so, so terrible. But like I got a new cat. His name is Neo with a dog. Neo. Uh, two years. Yeah, from the Matrix. That's, That's why. cute. Yeah. yeah. I love that movie. So he scratched the shit out of me when I first got him though. Like he fucked up my thumb really bad. That's why you don't get cats. No, that's why you get cats. No. Yeah, yeah. First off, I don't know why my dog, she's like fucking this big. Like, she's up to my thigh. She's scared of the little cat, and the cat is no smaller than my hand. Because nobody likes cats. You hate cats? No, I just, I don't hate them. I just don't care for them. I wouldn't get them as a pet. That's not somebody I want to cuddle with. You can cuddle with a dog. First off, I don't like my dog. Every time I bring her to my room, she gets, she leaves. I, I don't like that. So I, I, I don't cuddle with her. My cat, on the other hand, she was he was right there by my side every night. So like, come on. Scratching now. you. Well, not exactly. Okay, look, bro, don't do that. Don't do that. Okay, don't, don't be dissing my cat like that. My dog, I love my dog and I love my cat. So we got a new cat. Um that's about it. I just went out a couple of times. I saw the Lion King over the summer. Shit was trash. If you didn't see it, you're lucky. God bless your soul. If you did, I'm sorry, bro. That that funeral was pretty bad. Beyonce was not good. She was fucking terrible in that movie. Um, what else I did this summer? That's about it. My summer was whack. I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't have a hot boy summer. I have a city boy summer. It's, shit was terrible. <laughs> shit was fucking terrible. But we back in school, putting in work in. This is my last year here, so like, I can't wait to fucking graduate. You got what, two more years left? Yep, my junior year. Oh, so congratulations on that. Oh, God. Fuck, that was this last year for me. Times go by so fast. But now, let's go into today's. What song are you listening to now? Recently, honestly, or over the summer, I would say I was mostly listening to Megan The Stallion and oh, Sweet Teeth. So, hot take: Is Megan The Stallion the hottest rapper out right now? Um, I don't know. I would say she's very popular. I don't know if she would be like the best, but she is. No, I, I said, think she is the most popular. One yeah, right now. I say hottest. I'm like the best, like yeah. the po- most popular. Yeah, I think it's between her and the baby. He is really popular too. Yes, that's why it's female is definitely Megan. Oh, and female. I know we talked about this earlier, but female hip hop is in a great place right now. Yeah, Le- um, Lizzo just got the number one song in the album in the country with um, "Truth Hurts." Yeah, I first saw her. I think what was at the BET Awards when she did a performance this I, year. Yeah, I never um, heard of her, but when I did listen to her and listen to her song and saw what she was about, I did really like what she stands for. So that kind of opened me up until I listened to her more. And then, um, I don't know if you heard about Nicki Minaj today. Oh, she retiring? Yeah. Oh, I was so happy. Oh, my God. Oh, look, I'm not a Nicki hater, but like, okay, wait. Okay. <laughs> Whew, don't get me started. Cause I, remember, I told you about the conversation I had with some kid but um, about Lauryn Hill. And he said um, Nicki Minaj had is a better rapper, is more impactful, and just better overall than Lauryn Hill. I would... I damn near wanted to fight the nigga. Like, <laughs> like I wanted to. Ca- I went. I wanted my fade outside. Like, I really did. Like, I've never heard some shit like that. So his argument was, Nicki career is longer than Lauryn Hill. Lauryn only had one album, mm-hmm. solo album. Nicki had Pink Friday, Romans Reloaded. What's that album? Was it Pink Print? Pink Print, and Queen. So it's four albums, unless I'm missing one. 
None of those albums are better than Miseducation of Lauryn Hill. Not one of them. She won't have one. Are you a Nicki fan? I like Nicki, yeah. Give me her best song. Um, I honestly like a lot of her songs, so I don't think I'll give you her best Okay, what's one? your favorite song from Nicki? From Nicki? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I haven't listen, listened to her in most recent album. I didn't really listen to Queen. Um, exactly, exactly. But I didn't do it like on purpose. It was just like... I just You're not checking for it. it. It's just something that happens. But I still she like watched. her. I think Nicki gets a lot of hate, but oh, she was like a prominent person oh, for yeah. us, for our era. Look... So I think, like, the hate that she gets isn't really, like, that much deserved. Look, I always say this before I go into any Nikki, Nikki slander. From 2008 to 2016, she was female hip-hop, period. Who was her closest competition? Rashida from Love & Hip Hop? Like, like, come on. Who else was there? Little Kim came back out of jail. She was whack. That, I, I remember that diss album, that whole entire diss mixtape. That shit was terrible. Forgot what it was called. What's it called? Pink Barbie or some shit like that? Or Barbie some Barbie the thirteenth? I forgot what it was called. Shit was terrible. People even forgot about the mixtape. That's how how you make a whole disc disc mixtape and we can't even remember one track from it. Like, come on, my nigga. So like from 2008 to 2016, she was that nigga. Like her monster verse is one of her the one of the best hip hop verses mm. of this of this decade, period. She watched every nigga on there. Kanye, Jay-Z, Rick Ross, watched all them niggas on that verse. She had hit singles from Your Love, which was fire. She had um the Will I Am feature. Uh, I forgot. For, no, she was a Will I Am assisted feature. Uh, I forgot the name of that song. But like she had hits on hits on hits, back to back to back. The song with Rihanna. Um, I think it was called about Sky, some shit like that. I forgot. She had a song with Rihanna. But like she had so many songs from that era. Then after Pink Print, when Anaconda came out, I'm just like, what the fuck is this? I mean, that's. I get that you might not like her newer stuff, but oh. I don't think that gives the um. I don't think that is okay for you to bash her. I don't think I bash. I just bash her quality of her music because I don't think her quality of music. So you think it's changed over the years? No, that no, it's, it's actually the opposite. It hasn't changed. It's the very same since when she came out. And for some, and in, as an artist who shows no growth, that's really concerning for me, especially someone who's as big as Nicki. And how has she not? I don't. Uh, I don't get it. So you're saying she was good when she first came out. You yeah. said that era. Yeah. It's from 2008 to 2016. So how is she not still good if she didn't change? the music got stale, in my opinion. Mm. There was nothing new with Nicki. I always knew with Nicki. It wasn't even like a dependable type of shit. Like with Pusha T, you know you was going to get a whole album full of cocaine shit. Like he going to talk about white girls, all, all bitches snort, snorting cocaine, his days with the clips, he gonna give you a good ass Drake feature, and Drake gonna bitch about it, and that's about it. You know you gonna get that with Pusha T every time, but the quality is always exceptional. We aren't even checking out for a Nicki album no more, and it came out last year at this time. That album's not even in the top two hundred of most listened albums today, and I came out last year at this time. Pink Print wasn't that good, in my opinion, but it at least had. It had songs where I'm like, okay, I can understand why people like this. I actually like Pink Print. No, I, I, I'm in my opinion. That's why I say in my opinion, I don't think it was that good. But I can see why people did like because there was songs in there that was like really enjoyable to listen mm-hmm. to. But Queen was just so forgettable. Like it came and went so fast. It was Barbie Tings. Um, was she sex with Lil Wayne? Oh God, it was a terrible record. And then what was the record where she flipped uh, the Biggie bed. shit? The the Biggie song. 
I forgot the name oh, of that song. Um, it was I didn't I did not like that shit. When she was, I I when Biggie was talking about he want to fuck R and B rapper and she turned into I want to fuck R and B singer and she turned into I want to uh, fuck all these rappers, and she just named all type of rappers and what should do or what they did to. Was him. it Chun Li? No, Chun Li was actually a pretty good rapper. That was um the, that was the Street Fighter shit. The gang. Ganga Bird, oh, Majesty, Hard <laughs> White, uh, Thought I Knew You, Running High, Chun no. Slay, LLC, Good Form, Nip Tuck, Too Late, Too Late, Interlude. I don't even know Come see about me, it. sir. <laughs> Miami, Coco Chanel, Inspiration right, Outro. Oh, what's the song after Ganja Burns? Ganja Burns. That's Majesty terrible. with Eminem. Okay, what's the next song after that? Barbie Dreams. I think it was Barbie Dreams. I think it was Barbie Dreams. Mm. Yeah, and that, that that song that song was like it caught buzz because of what because. Oh, that's when she value. was talking shit. No, but that's when she was naming all the rappers. Like mm-hmm. it was something to the Biggie song when he was naming R and B singers. She mm-hmm. was naming rappers, and that's when it got the buzz. But I didn't like the song, and mm-hmm. the song really died. Was played out after a while once you once the shock value came went away. Then the album just as a whole was kind of forgettable after a couple of interviews, especially when she was blaming Travis Scott and a whole fucking baby for why she didn't sell as much records. I remember that. It was like you seem kind of bitter now that you're not number one even though number one sells in the first week shouldn't mean anything it should always be about longevity your album didn't even stand the test of a of a fucking two months it was forgotten about on the top 200 charts in two months and never went back never got back up there astroworld came out earlier than um queen and it's still in the top 20 25 top 20 or 25 to this day that that's a long that album has longevity. There's new albums coming out today, can't even crack, can't even beat out Travis album. Look at Post Malone. I don't I'm not a huge fan of Post Malone either, but Post Malone, his albums are constantly in the top fifty. I think all, all both his two his last two projects are in the top fifty. Mm. So like if people are going back to listen to their music and you're someone as iconic and as legendary, because she is a legend. I might say all this, but what she did for hip for female hip hop, I don't even like saying female hip hop because it should be just one uniform name, hip hop. Period. They part of hip hop. Women rappers are part of hip hop. But for some reason, you have to give that, you know, that that we have to say female in front of it. That's not a separate genre. That's it's part of it. But what she did for that, she raised all these new rappers. She influenced all these new rappers here. Look at Megan. Look at Asian Asian dollar, Asian brown. I don't know, there's too many fucking dollars here. Hell yeah. <laughs> like, look at look at um Cash Doll. Look at all these rappers who have taken something from Nikki. Her her using her sexual that sexuality and empowering it. Not so you don't see no one demeaning her about it. I remember when she first came out, it was people saying, Oh, why she's doing all that? Why she's showing so much cleavage? Why her ass all out? What you see now, Megan twerking on every fucking stage with them strong ass knees. Them shits would never break. Ever. Never break. She twerking at every fucking concert, party, video she can get. It just has become a part. She when she when Nikki was doing that, she was getting criticized for it. I didn't get why, but if you have that kind of advantage, why not use it? Mm-hmm. Someone's gonna buy into it. What happened? A lot of people bought into it. So like, I will always give her her credit, but then we have to be honest and say why can't? Why did she have to cancel a whole U.S. leg of a tour last year? If she's someone who's that legendary and that big, why does she have to cancel a whole U.S. leg tour? Because no one bought the ticket. Dang, I didn't even know that. Like, these are questions we have to ask. 
why why are you struggling to sell out a tour? You have all these social media fans on you. Oh, they ride your the Barbies ride your dick on Twitter. Why they ain't buying your tickets? Why Lauren? And this was and this was my argument with the kid who said Lauren, Lauren she's better than Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill has not dropped an album in almost thirty years. Miseducation of hip of Lauren Hill is one of the best albums in hip hop history. Bless you. It's one of the best hip hop best albums in hip hop history. Top five in my opinion, but it's certified top ten. Why are people still going to see a concert for an album they heard almost 30 years ago for a woman who's always late? Oh, never. She always, she's like three, four hours late to her own concerts. That's crazy. (laughs) But But it's sold out every single time. She's not dropping no new material. We're not going to listen to a new Lauryn Hill single. We know she's not going to be on time. We know we're going to be mad and talk shit on Twitter, but we still buy her tickets every time it's announced. Why? That's what people really have to start asking themselves. Why? Do you think um, Nicki Minaj's like personality over the years? Do you think that has an effect on her music as people as far as not liking her, as far as her like Bash and Travis Scott? Yes, I I, I do. I know for me it did because there's certain. I don't like using her age against her, but she is 36, and sometimes some of her tweets and some of her actions, she's it's like she's she acts younger than she really is. They're not always necessarily a bad thing, but especially in her music content, I'm like, can't you rap about something a bit more emotionally appealing? I mean, she did. And, um, um, and on the Pink Print, I'm aware yeah. of that. I'm aware of that, but why can't we get more of that now, especially in this woman empowerment era that we're, where we're in? Like, we're right in the middle of it. Technically, right now, at this very moment, Lizzo is running the rap game with a number one hit record. It ain't a male. It ain't little. It ain't little Nas X no more. It ain't Billie Eilish. God damn, I hate that album. But it's Lizzo, who has a number one record. She has a number one record before Nicki. Cardi has a number one record before Nicki. So like, there has to be something else besides the music. And music is oh, is music. Even though music is the most important thing, what you give out. Her personality over the years is like, from the the Remy Mom beef to a lot of the reports from other female artists at the time. And you can you can have conflicting things about this. You can say they're bitter that the fact of her of her success. Mm-hmm. But I always I always had the analogy that if there's smoke, there has to be fire. You can't tell me a majority of female rappers during that time who said you were blackballing them are lying. You had to do something. They might they might have over exaggerated it, but you had there had to be something you did behind the scenes that we not privy to that you did. Yeah, I could see that. Um, I think it does have an effect on her music career. Because I know when that Travis stuff went down, oh, man. And that's when. And one of my biggest problems with Nicki is she only used the woman's uh, the woman's argument of we're not, you know, we're not viewed as equals or we're not being supported of that when it goes against her. That's the only time she ever brings it up when it's not going right for her. That's what she did with the Travis Scott shit when she went when she didn't go number one. She brought up the women's issue with Spotify. You know how many women has been talked about that issue for even before Nikki? Where were you when when you was on top of the game? You didn't care. You was on top of the game. You was number one every album you dropped. Your records were selling. People was going to your concerts. Now all that diminished. It didn't even stop. It just diminished. Like, wow, she went from one to two. Do you know how many people wish they had a number two album in the country? Little little young thug who probably dropped the best project of the summer, by the way. He finally got a number one record. 
he sold 146,000 records. Before that, he was struggling to sell 20K, 20, 30K. Hmm. He never bitched about it. Even though a lot of rappers say he's one of the most influenced art rappers in the game today. He finally, he waited and waited, and he finally got what he always deserved. Right. I mean, I'm, I don't think Nicki Minaj definitely, she worked her way up. Oh, yeah, she did. Yeah, oh. I just think she probably just got a sense of entitlement after being at the top for so, so long. So when these new girls came around and people, not like forgetting about Nicki, but yeah. when she just started to feel like she wasn't the main one at the top no more, she probably did feel a type but of way. It, but it always goes back to the quality of music. Because we can always say this. J. Cole, he doesn't, he's not the most media family. Well, not, I won't say media friendly, but he's not the most media available person. Mm -hmm. But for some reason, he's always top three. It has to be more besides the music. Mm -hmm. But even when he's not dropping music and we tend to forget about him, when he announced an album, all of a sudden we all hype for it. Because we've been, he hasn't really disappointed his fans or many, uh, in my opinion, at all, ever. Like he hasn't really disappointed many people with, with a project or a single. And he doesn't go make outlandish statements. Or, or say something hypocritical. A lot of things that Nikki does were like little, it's not like one big punch, but Nikki has a lot of little jabs that just keeps hurting her and just accumulating. So, with, and you look at with Nikki now, there is much more competition now than she did five years ago. Definitely. So, how do you feel about, all right, so let's talk about Megan the Stallion and her influence in Hot Girl Summer. I was gonna get to that because this is gonna be my last argument because. Look at the quality of Megan the Stallion music. I heard Tina Snow and I heard Fever. That's personally, huh? Keep talking. Yeah, personally, I'm not the biggest fan of those albums. Not because they're bad, because it's not my taste of music. Mm -hmm. But if from an objective standpoint, those are two really good albums, really solid projects, where they are hits. The song with the baby, I forgot what it was called, Come On, I think it was called. From her new album? Yeah, from her new album. Talking about cash shit? Yeah, cash shit. Mm -hmm. That shit slaps. Yeah, I'm, that's one of my favorites. That shit slaps. Like, I can't, like, I can say, I whatever I say about her lyrics, because I do think, I do think personally, she can, she can, she has a lot of sexual lyrics, mm -hmm. but it's not, a lot of them are clever. Well, I'm going to say a lot. Some of them are clever, but a lot of them just like straight up. Yeah, when I see this nigga, I'm, he's just gonna, I'm gonna ride his face and I ain't gonna call him back. Like, whoa, like, damn, that's wild. You're not even just like trying to spin anything or anything. Spin I mean, but that's how she is. She's that's, very open. I think that's just her. That's her brand. Yeah. And she she's that and she's that open as she is. She seems like that's her authentic self when she's on a track or she's performing. That's who she really is when the camera's off. Mm -hmm. you, you never got that sense of authenticity from Nicki Minaj. Who is the real Nicki Minaj? Why does everything seem like it's for a camera or to promote an image? That's the one thing I always, my argument was for, for, for Cardi. Cardi, as much you can say, as much as she's done wrong and she has done wrong, we ain't forget surviving Cardi B. We ain't forget that shit. But like, you, whatever she did, you know that's Cardi. She, she, and she don't run away from that. What's, what about, who, who's the real Nicki Minaj? And so, and with Megan, now let's, let's leave Nicki. With Megan, she ran this summer. Definitely. This was her Hot summer. Hot girl summer took she, off. This was, this was her summer. She ran the summer. And she's going to run the fall. Hot girl semester. Okay. Like, like I, the, think, I think it's because Megan, like, she's so... 
like you said, I think people just feel like she's so authentic. People know exactly who she is, how she gonna feel. She's always the same for how she acts in public. All she, her music is like you can get a sense of how her music is. I've listened to a couple of songs. Also, I feel like she's more I don't know how to explain it, but like just more open with her fans, like even just little stuff like on, that, like being the on Twitter, Twitter interaction. Yeah, like on Twitter, like and then I know she did um I forgot who was it, but a photo shoot. And I personally don't watch anime, but I know the photo shoot was based around an anime. I love her. I love her just because she wa- she watched anime. Yeah, Total like that, you know, Ooh. that brought more people to her. Like, I feel like it's stuff like that that makes her more like, and then like, she a college student. Like, I, she was doing homework. Literally, like, I was going to get to that too. She feels like your homegirl you see every day on campus. Yeah. She, she like, you feel like you personally know. I feel like I personally know her. I'm not even, like, her biggest fan. Yeah, what's her one lyric? She'd be, like, college girl but a freak on the weekends. Yeah, like, like, like come on. <laughs> That's when she did a video where she dropped, she's doing homework, submitted on Blackboard. Yeah, I saw. Like, you this rich. You living this, like, this great lifestyle that most of us are striving for and maybe in different fields. But you still in a hotel room making sure your homework done. Right. And that's when she don't even have to give no like speech or preach about education. But she I just... also like that she let us interpret what was a hot girl summer for us, if that makes sense. I like that exactly. People because people could have took that and ran with it, like, oh, you just being out here thought bopping and you just being with whoever, but she let you interpret it for yourself. And then she did also have to explain it for a certain extent, because I know a lot of Male Twitter took it and ran with it like, oh, y'all acting crazy this all summer. Right, all right, look, uh, let's, blah, blah. let's not act like the cucumber challenge wasn't wild. All right? That was wild. <laughs> I, I don't know what that was. That, that era was, was crazy. Up. I don't know what was going on with females. Like, that I know that crazy. wasn't, that, I know that was not a part of Heart Girl Summer. Like, there was too many disturbing videos of what I've seen with cucumbers. Cucumbers were definitely molested this summer. They didn't have a great summer. I mean, all. I saw a video of males doing it too. So I mean, you can't just put it all Excuse the blame me? on us. I didn't see this video. Hold on, wait. That Hold was on my timeline. Hold on, wait. Hold on, wait. What? Like they, they like they actually doing things with a cucumber. All right, bro. So, but like you said, she let she let the individual interpretate what a hot girl summer is. If you just want to stay in bed all day, catch up on Hulu and read some books or whatever, that's your hot girl summer. You want to go out and live your best life on a boat, driving a boat, go ahead, do that. That's your hot girl summer. But on top of that, the music was there. Yeah. Her, the first single, um, I forgot the first single, shit. From Fever? Yeah. Mm, I don't know what it was. Was She's it Hood Rat shit? I don't think I don't I don't remember. I mean, I haven't I haven't gone back to the album like since its first week it came out because like I said, I didn't, it, it's not my personal taste. But like, it was a video she dropped when she wrote the car like you can't do it like me and she just like this is her dance where she just rocking her back. Oh yeah, like, that shit is iconic too. So, but like even then, like from the the music to the produ- video production standpoint, everything is always on fleek. Mm-hmm. Like it's perfect. You see it, you feel like that's her. It, that art style is a reflection of who she truly is, and you feel more engaged with her as a fan. Yeah, and I think her influence with uh, driving the boat and Doucet, and I also like how she is very like open to being friendly with other female artists. Oh, yeah. She's really... You she cool tell, with everybody. Yeah, like she, you know, that's her thing. I like that, too. So, as when she brings that sense of unity where you can argue in the early years of Nicki Minaj's career, she wasn't as about unity. So, like, there are there 
I won't say parallels, but you can see where what Megan does right, Nikki didn't even do do right enough. Mm-hmm. And the retirement today is shocking, but let's be honest, music musicians don't fucking retire. They don't. I wouldn't be surprised if a project dropped in the next month or two. From Megan? No, from Nikki. Oh. Yeah, from Nikki. You, I wouldn't be surprised. I don't know. Because musicians, Jay Z. How many times Jay Z's retired? I don't know. That, he, he said after the black album, he was done. So you think you think she gonna try to drop her own, or you think she might try to like be featuring somebody's song? She gonna she gonna drop her own. She she's I'm I guarantee you she's been working on the album. The, 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 there's low key a press run going with the with the um Queen Radio when she had Joe Budden on there, then with the joke when she went on the Joe Budden podcast. Now this, I'm not saying this is not you know, um, authentic or real. It could be at the moment. This is how she could really feel. But she's buzzing right now. She's mm-hmm. low-key been doing a press run. I'm surprised. I, I wouldn't be surprised if not an album comes out, a single come out. She did a couple freestyles this summer, too. They didn't hang. They they kind of came and went because her freestyle formula is the same as well. Like, she's she hasn't really changed her style at all. She's still the same rapper as she was when she mm-hmm. first came out now. And the reason why that's a detriment is because her friends are grown older. Yeah, you know her fans. They love the. They love. They love the. You know the 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 highly person. When she adds a lot of personality to those tracks or ratchetness, and you like, you want to call it like that, or just have fun. Mm-hmm. But she. But you also want something that makes you feel good, makes you feel inspired to be good, be great, make you say, "That's what. That's how it feels like to be a woman, a black woman in this world." She doesn't give you enough of that, especially with someone who's been in the industry as long as she is. For someone who overcame a lot of the matriarchy she had to overcome in the industry, she doesn't explore that enough, or even at all, you could say. And her fans are older. They're not old, They're not all fun and games no more. That's how, that's how they was when they was like 12 to 15 years old. Now they're 22 to 27. Life is hitting them hard. We broke out here. We might be in another recession. What you gonna how you gonna inspire us? Maybe that's why she retiring. Maybe she know she don't got what people want no more. Like you said, I mean, you said she's 36. She wanna start a family with her. And, and, with her and, look, I, and that's all good. Like I literally like I only bash her for her music. That um, her quality of music has gone down severely in my opinion since 2016. And some of the things that she does that I seem as hypocritical. I don't know her at all. It's pretty clear I don't know her. I'm just doing for what she says. But I'm just bashing her based on what she's given us to what's being given to us. Mm-hmm. We have so many other artists we could go to. I want a hot freestyle and go to Young Young M.A. Or Young Ma, whatever it's pronounced. She kills it. She can rap rap. Like, damn, she got bars for days. You can go to Rico Nasty. You got... Doja Cat, who 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 got some bars when she not singing. You got Megan. You got Asian Doll. You got Cash Doll. You got every fucking doll in the building. Like there's so much more, and it's even and it's still growing. Lizzo, even Lizzo made a point this summer, even though I don't, people took it too seriously, when she like people consider Future and, and Sway Lee rappers, but not me. She kind she kind of is a rapper. She doesn't do it like in a in a traditional way. She does it more a melodic way. But that's what Future and Sway Lee do. Mm-hmm. Why? So like you have a much you have not only a bigger pool of talent but more variety of talent and like this is the quality that's being given to us 
you're the icon. You're not your your job is not supposed to match it, but you got to surpass that to set the standard because this is what this is what you've raised, and she hasn't been hitting that at all, at all. Even the Hot Girl Summer song, I, I'm surprised they even bring this up. You notice it's only I, it's only hot on like Twitter on social media. I haven't I haven't heard it yet. I didn't hear that all back home in Miami. And Miami is like one of the best places to live. Yo, hot girl summer. Oh, but I've heard it a lot in at home, like in Detroit. I heard it. You talking oh, about on the radio? Yeah, on the radio. Yeah, I heard okay. it. Okay, so you heard? I didn't hear it back home. And my and everybody know Miami is like one of the best, one of the most popular vacation spots. Mm-hmm. Never heard the song. Mm. I go to to neighborhoods. I go. I meet homegirls there. They don't even play the song. They going straight to Megan shit. That's all we heard. I only see the song popping on social media and the Billboard charts. I think it's in like the top fifteen, but dropping. Yeah, it, I do see a lot of people who didn't really care for the song. It's, t- I it's think not a good said song. It's too busy. It's a lot of stuff going on. Some people didn't like. Uh, Tired all the song. Yeah, on Curry. the song. So I, I, here's my honest opinion on the song. If you take out the music aspect and just look at Nicki Minaj, who you can say. Hold the torch, and is passing it down to Meg, Megan. For them to be on the record, the, the 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 previous leader and the successor, that's like a huge thing in women's hip hop. When have you? It hasn't been like that. God, I want to go back to even Missy on Hot Boys, which is actually not on it. Hot Boys <laughs> in, in like two thousands. I need a hot boy. Baby, you got what I want. Fucking classic. I love Missy. Missy also dropped an album, too. It's actually really good, by the way. But, like, two big name, two big hip-hop, female hip-hop artists on the same track. That hasn't been done in a, in a while. And they did that in 2019 in the era where female hip-hop is arguably, has been the, female artists has been giving us the best material all year, you can, you, you can argue. Like, that was huge. But the song, when you add in the song, it's not good. They put in the um, city girls, city girls thing, which was which was good. But I didn't like how they used it in the production itself. Then the chorus is haltered, not because I don't think the chorus is bad, but like like you said, what someone said, it is kind of too busy. It is, I think it is. And, I and the, I don't think I I don't not like the song, but um, like you said, I would just go to a Megan Thee Stallion song before I go play that song. Yeah, I mean if that song come up when you're around your you're around your your people, your homegirls, or you like in like a, at a function and it come up, you not you not gonna stu- you not gonna look at the DJ and be like, what the yeah. fuck you playing? But you're not gonna be as hype as when cash shit comes on. Like you you you're gonna be ready to rock that back just like she do when it comes in. <laughs> like, come on. So like and on top of that, the production was so boring. Like Juicy J, Juicy J bullshit on that beat. Let's be honest. He has done way way better beats than that. That shit was terrible. So like the song is not good, but I understand why people support it because mm-hmm. you have not seen that two big female artists on the same track in a long time. Like that was that's actually a big deal in my opinion, and that shows you the state of the state of, of female hip hop is healthy, and the state of hip hop overall is healthy. So I like that. So Megan, I support Megan. Like I said, her music is not for me, but if I take my subjectiveness out of it, I can see why people like it. I see why people fucks with the music a lot because she has bangers. Like, and the album is actually pretty good to listen. You probably only skip one or two songs if that. Everything else, you just let it rock. So like I said, man, 
just Nikki, you retire, go ahead, start that family, you know, be a mother if you, if if possible. Just love you. Just don't worry about what I say. Cause at the end of the day, what I say don't don't fucking matter. You you make millions of dollars anyway. I'm struggling to pay our credit card bill. So <laughs> so like, but you know, I just don't like when people say I bash her, cause I'm bashing her based on what's been what she's given to us and what she has done that I see as problematic. That's all. I don't think she's a terrible person. I just see things like, hey, you can't do that when you done done this and so forth. But that's just it. But now. I wanted I wanted to get to this because for some reason um I saw this on Twitter. I'm talking about what time are you how much what time are you on? Thirty six. All right, cool. So I saw this on Twitter and um I don't know I, it was just something that just triggered in me is low key not even that important. But um there's a lot of Travis Scott fans on social media I see who praise Birds in the Trap and Sing Me Night a lot. Like they say that's his best album and I. Don't agree with that. I really don't. I think out of his albums with um, Rodeo, Birds in the Trap, and Astro World, I think that's his worst album. I'm not saying no. It's not a bad album. I think that's his worst album. I don't know why. I I, I try to. Un, I I want to understand why so many people go back to that album. Where I don't think it's better than Rodeo, and to me, it's not better than Astro World. At all, I think Astro World is his best album by far. It should have won a Grammy. I can't believe the Invasion of Privacy even won a Grammy. Like, fucking ridiculous. So like, mm-hmm. like, why do people like Birds in the Trap so much? I've never heard Birds in the Trap, Excuse so you, you, I'm gonna be honest. Um, I really didn't get into Travis Scott until Astro World came out. I think I heard some of his songs before, like when he was featured on songs, but I don't think I ever registered who Travis Scott was until Astro World came out. Now I really do like Astro World, so honestly, I don't know. I can't comment on it because I haven't heard okay. that album. Okay, so have you heard Rodeo? No. no <laughs> have you? Oh, so you definitely haven't heard Days Before Rodeo or Pharaoh. I think that was the first that mixtape was called. All right, so we can say that for another time next week. I would like to you listen to Birds in the Trap and Rodeo. I got you. I always to Travis. I did watch the Travis movie on I Netflix. You should watch it. I think I it shows a complete <laughs> side that I didn't know about him, and I think a lot of people um, should watch it. I did see the clip that was going on Twitter when he was um, when they first played, what's it called, Bystanders? Mm-hmm. And he was just going crazy that was in the going house. crazy. That shit. I mean, it felt like I was listening to the album for the first time again. Yeah, and he touched on, like, losing the Grammy to Cardi, um, which is obviously a big thing to him he and to other people. Yeah, a lot of people feel that way. I don't think Cardi had the best. I don't think Cardi deserved that Grammy. I, I really don't. Like, I get why, mm-hmm. but, like, I think it should have been World first, Mac Miller album second, then Cardi's. What about Nipsey? Damn, I forgot I was nominated too. Yeah. Wow. R.I.P. Nip. Yeah, R.I.P. Nip. Wow, that's crazy. I forgot I was nominated too. Yeah, I would actually have to put it above. I actually have to put Nip album above um Cardi's as well. I think Cardi. I think people would too. Yeah. Yeah, because like, it's crazy that Nip, Nipsey album didn't really get the love it deserved until, until after. Yeah, because one of my favorite songs from that project when I first heard it is "Hustle and Motivate." I that's like my Monday. That's my Monday morning wake up song I was like I'm not gonna hold you up higher with DJ Khaled and John oh my god that's a 
I really that's a good record. That song speaks to me. That, but that also showed the greatness of him as a rapper because if you he he kind of has the same style and same flow to take on every song, but the words he says and he chooses and his delivery is like so potent. Mm-hmm. You feel like he's giving you a new. He's like he's like reading you a book, and every time he raps on is a new page with a whole bunch of information about his story or. He's giving you advice about life. You're like, man, how does this nigga got so much game to pass out like that? And he just has that like, that very calm. He's not overly preachy, mm-hmm. but he's like, he's, he feel like he he talking to you for real, for real. Yeah. Like, yo, sit down and listen to this shit. Like, I, I don't know if you heard Rax in the Middle. Mm-mm. Oh, it's 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 a it features Roddy, Roddy Rich. It's a phenomenal record. It's it's a it's a really good song. Like. I can't. The third verse, he's basically putting you all, everybody on game, just like how to get your own, being an entrepreneur, how to, how to go, how to move in this in this in a business world, and just what needs to be done to get secure the life that you want. The second verse is just you know honoring his homeboy that passed away, and it's crazy how one of the chilling lines of that song is it's crazy how you died at thirty something after banging all these years and Nip was around the same age. I did hear about that. Yeah, and that's like. And in the first verse, I mean, the whole song is just fantastic. So like, and it didn't really get the recognition deserved until after he mm-hmm. passed. But you know, it's sad. It's over, and also this is the anniversary week of um, Mac Miller passing. So wow. like, and it did um, arrest a person who sold him the drugs, Cameron Pettis. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Something wow. like that. Yeah. So like, it's that kind of got really sad over here. So, yeah. <laughs> so like, yeah. I mean, so but back to um. To what was Travis? Mm-hmm. So yeah, like I said, Astro World was a great album. To me, they should have won the Astro at Grammy. I didn't see the movie, but like when I heard Bystanders and, and the, that clip, I thought I was into the album for the first time again. Like mm-hmm. that, it was crazy about Travis' album. The first half of that album, I would say the first four, four or five tracks. What was the track list? I know it's Stargazing, Carousel, Sicko Mode, and Bystanders. That is one of the best sequences I've heard in music in my whole entire life. Like, and it's crazy how Bystanders was just, was a song everybody slept on because Sicko Mode was on it, which because Sicko Mode was before it. And then Carousel, which I didn't personally like the song that much, but if I if I look at it musically, it was a good piece of music. It was it was overshadowed by Sicko Mode as well. And Stargaze is one of the best openings to an album I've heard, I heard last year. It's that it's just so fucking good. Like, uh, honestly, for me, when I first first listened to it, my favorite song was um, "Don't Wake Up." Oh, right, the, the weekend. Yeah, that's actually I my favorite really song. I like that song. That's my. You know what's crazy about that? Um, before we switch to, switch gears, there's actually back to back weekend features. The song before that is the weekend as well, and they sound nothing alike. They don't. I didn't even know. <laughs> it sound no, like it doesn't even. It's not the same style of music. It's mm-hmm. just. Too dim. I'm like, what? And like, how how can you how can you do that? Like, he, j- Travis is just amazing, man. Like, lyrically, you can. I he is not the best in terms of like writing lyrics like that means something, but man, he knows how to catch your ear with basically everything else from the production to how he uses his voice and auto tone to tones to the melodies and his, the beats and just this man is fucking amazing and he is a top tier artist. If we're if we're gonna put anybody with J. Cole, Drake, and Kendrick, we have to put Travis in there. We we have I put him before Big Sean any day. 
any day. Yeah. Any day. I put him before Meek Mill any day. I love and I I love Wale. Wale have a stepped on record with Jeremiah now too on Chill. That's a really good record. Put him above Wale every day. Cause Travis does not disappoint. He just does not okay, when he with Cravo, he disappoints, but still <laughs> <laughs> but still he just doesn't disappoint. So like that's there on that. And the, uh, so now so now back have you seen um what's going on on Twitter with Little Nas X and um Kevin Hart? Yeah, it was even mentioned in my class today. Um, how you? Mm, how do you feel about it? Well, okay, let's give a little background first. Um, so Little Nas X, Kevin Hart, Kevin Love, and I should know these other two people' names, but um, those other two individuals was on LeBron's show, The Shop, which is on the HBO. So Little Nas X was talking about um, if you haven't know, if you haven't aware, Little Nas X dropped an album called what was that? What was that project called? I forgot what it was called. Oh my god! Um, but he dropped the project this this year. Let me see. Let me look up the name for this. Hold up. I can't believe I forgot. I have not. I haven't listened to it since it came out. So like, it's probably Panini. No, that's 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 the record. That's one of the records on there. It's an actual project. Seventy P. No, it was some dumb name. So <laughs> it was. He dropped a, a EP called Seven, and one of the. And one of the on one of the songs on their closure on a on a social media tweet, he 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 said that song had an inner message of him coming out as being gay, and even on the album cover, there's actually a building with the with the um the colored flag on one of the buildings, and you see it clearly. I don't know if you see it or not. It's like on on the right side. Okay. Yeah. So he so he so he used the album cover and that song to to come out as he was gay. Mm-hmm. So he's on the shop to you know talk about why he probably didn't come out earlier and some of the issues he came up with. And a lot of people felt like Kevin Hart was um, gaslighting the the the, um, the situation because if you remember Kevin Hart's stand up, he has used homophobia in the past in his acts, and to ask uh, a gay man. Why are you afraid to come out when you have used material to joke about gay men is part of the reason why they're afraid to come out. Like it was also a Twitter story, well not a Twitter story, this is actually real life. Um, this an individual was harassed on the streets and because he was dating a transgender. Yeah, transgender. I saw that, yep. Yeah. And he killed himself. Mm-hmm. And that really kind of made me cry. Because you shouldn't be harassed, bullied, beaten up, bruised for loving who you love. That should never be a problem. So then to be that unaware socially of what people go through in these situations, not only the people coming out themselves, but the people who admire that and love that and fall in love with that, it's kind of, it's really stupid in my opinion. And you can't keep, and while he's making his point, he keeps saying, why though? Like, why? Like, you don't know you're kind of part of the reason why? Like, yeah, you can, your intentions were good in the end of the day, but like, you're, you have to understand what you have done and look at the landscape of what's going on to see that why they are afraid to come out. People die over this. People die just for saying, I date a transgender person. 
people die just for come. People kill themselves because they're afraid to come out. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to understand that just because, and you can't say what you would do in that situation because you're not in that situation. You're not. You're not that type of person. You're 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 just not. So you can't give advice on something you don't know about. Because what you're saying don't mean anything. For those two reasons, you use it in your stand up, and you don't really know what the hell you're talking about. But I won't go as far to say he's being homophobic because the overall message wasn't. It was be free, be you, all that stuff, you know, all that cliche shit. But you gotta understand why he was afraid to come out. You're part of the your acts used to be part of the problem. The 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 individual, the man who killed himself, rest God bless his soul, he was harassed on the streets in video by a whole bunch of niggas, and he killed himself. Often, they killed their partners. This is one of those situations where he killed himself. It could have, it's already terrible. Yeah. Like, why can't people just mind their business and let people love who they love? Like, if it's not affecting you in any way, shape, or form, why does it matter if two men are holding hands or showing affection to each other? Or two women? Or a transgendered couple. Like, why does that have anything to do? How does that harm you in any way? Yeah, as far as regarding that video, I just, when I saw it, I just thought it was sad because the men who were attacking him were black men, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I just thought that was just, it was just messed up just because I personally just hate when I see people of our own community, like, trashing or, like, going down on each other for reasons like this, like, for a reason that you shouldn't be judging someone for so look, I mean, and there is problems in with homophobia and black and in, in a in, in um black in the black community. It's not it's not it's not like majority of black people, but there's 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 your subset of people who's like, what the fuck is this? Mm-hmm. And I never got it because I remember even as a kid, and that's when I had like no, I didn't even know what the fuck social studies was. I was just like in second grade. And I used to always go around and just tell my professors and, and other kids when, when like the subject of loving who you love won. My idea was like, if a guy or a girl loves the same sex, why and if they're happy, isn't that isn't that what's in the constitution, pursuit of happiness? Like they aren't killing nobody, they ain't robbing nobody, they ain't defrauding anybody, they just love someone who looks like them and are them. What's the problem with that? And I still have that ideal today, but now it's like it's more knowledgeable, knowledge based, and more mm-hmm. you know backed up. But it's like they're not doing anything to you, bro. Like, so what if this man, if this individual loves a transgender person? Isn't does that define his character? Does he have to be a whole ass nigga? Does he have to be a bitch? Or oh, look at this pussy. Oh, he gay. First off, that's not even how it works. Like. Person got pronouns, you know that, right? Like the transgender, she she refers to herself as her, she, her, and hers. Period. So I don't know why, I don't know where that came from. Number one, so what? So what if he is? Doesn't the content of his character matter the most? Isn't he a, a cool nigga like everyone who knew him said he was? Like a real cool nigga? Isn't that what we want in the world? More cool niggas, less hot headed niggas? Like, I, I I don't get it. So like when I saw that, I was I was really mad if I didn't know how to say that at the time. Cause like that shouldn't be someone someone life shouldn't end because of what they like and what they admire at all. 
You shouldn't be demeaned for what you like to admire. Unless you're a pedophile. But just in case he wasn't. But you're a pedophile. You can die. I don't give a fuck about you, bro. Like, <laughs> you could die. But all he did was just love a transgender person. Like, what's, what's the problem? So that interview, that, that, that particular scene right there, I get why people say Kevin Hart was gaslighting. I don't, I don't, I'm not going to go too far and say he was being homophobic because I don't think he was. The overall message was be free, live in your truth, all that cliche shit. But just the lack of awareness of what he, of his previous actions show why people like Lil Nas X are, you know, sad, are, are afraid to come out. And that's, that's my thoughts on it. I mean, that, that's just it. Yeah, I think Kevin Hart, I feel like he's trying to, I feel like he didn't realize his impact on the whole situation, but at the same time, I feel like he's trying. I know he did apologize for, like, past tweets and, like, past stuff he said when, like, realizing his wrongdoing. So I just think it was just... And then I heard that, like, the snippet that was posted on Twitter was, like, out of context. People wasn't watching the entire video. I I was basing mine off the full video, the Mm -hmm. full clip. But like, still, I can see why people say he was gaslighting because he's still not unaware of what his prior actions. Yeah. Have so. But I hope he's all right though. He actually got in a, a serious car accident. I saw that yeah, back injury. So yeah. I hope he's all right. I I don't like. I also don't like when people wish ill will on anybody. I don't. I I find that distasteful. Just like when someone dies or someone something bad happens and people be like, "Oh, this is what you get." I mean. I, I, I'm not that kind of per- mm-hmm. person. Like I hate that so much. You shouldn't risk. You shouldn't ask or pray or even celebrate ill will against nobody. Cause like life is precious, bro. Like life is precious. You can be here today and gone tomorrow. Like like I've seen that shit before. I remember seeing my uncle the day before like he got shot. Like I didn't even get to say goodbye or anything. I remember seeing my auntie the day before she was murdered. I didn't even get to say goodbye. I'm like, I'm going to see you tomorrow, all right? I didn't even get to see her past that night. Last, t- last time I saw her, last time I actually saw anything I, that belonged to her because her body was already, we already had the funeral, it was a bloody apartment. So, like, life is precious. So, like, I don't, I don't like when people say stuff like that. That's just me. It's just, like, I just, I just wish people just avoided that and just understand karma always comes back around. Like, whatever you get, whatever you do or give out to the world, you would definitely give it, get it back, good and bad. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's just that. But um, there's one more thing I also want to talk about. What <clears throat> is it? Dave Chappelle. <laughs> Dave, Dave, Dave Chappelle. He's so funny. Oh, he is a fucking hilarious man. That man's the, he's one of the funniest comedians ever. But we have a little issue here with, you know, one of his skits. Um, so he had an issue, well, not an issue. One of the skits was him saying the N-word, and he's, in, in, in this in this role-playing scenario, he's playing it out as, um, the person, the individual is asking him not to say it. So when he's about to be cool with it, he turns around and says, hold up, wait, I got a question. So why... Is it when I say the N word, you know, it's all fine and dandy. But when I say the F word, you know, there's a problem with that. But like, they so somewhere around the lines, and she was like, Dave, you're not the N word. I mean, oh, you, you're not that. And Dave was like, Well, I'm not a, uh, you know, the N word either. So, a lot of people praise the praise that, 
and then for saying, you know, that's true. Like, why does, why can we, why can one word be censored and not said at all, but the other word can be said and there's no problem with it? Because like, e- there was even um one tweet or one person said um, you know, no one person tweeted out they spelled out the n word, but they put the f with the asterisks on top, mm-hmm. and when they said it, I'm like. This is exactly what he means. Why can't you say one word, but you didn't want to say the other? But there's other people who question that logic of the joke by saying, because some people were saying he could, the, the manager could easily replied and said, but you're not one either, so what's the point? Like, why are you still trying to say these words? And I can, oh, and I can see both sides of that, but, like, I didn't get why so many people was even, was, like, debating over it, because, one, I didn't think the joke was that funny. And two, I just, I, I just didn't see what's so, why people's make it try to get a deeper meaning that's really out there. I don't think it's one of those jokes where, or one of those skits where, or, uh, those jokes where he's trying trying to make a poignant point. I feel like he was playing both sides of the fence with that point as well. But people was like, oh, it means this. Like they're doing a whole dissertation on what the joke means. Like, oh yeah, he meant this for this to go back to eighteen ninety two for this and that. I'm like, no, bro, like. He just said a joke. It, I didn't find it that funny. Like that's all it is. But like, but how do you feel about that? Uh, I watched it, and I mean, I feel like who cares? I mean, I get what Dave Chappelle was saying, and I get yeah. what other people were saying at the same time. Um, like I don't know, because I saw the tweet where the dude did he like censored out the other word. <laughs> And I feel like the other word, the F word, I personally don't use it. And I don't think people should use it either. No, yeah. Um, and then as far as the N word. Not black, don't say it. Yeah. And yeah. I know even some black people don't even like when black people say, say it, it too. Yeah. But um, yeah, I feel like the F word just should be just automatically just excluded from anybody's vocabulary. So, um. But, mm-hmm. but 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 that also that also does goes to his point as well, kind of like why one word can be excluded but one isn't. But so like I can see why people are going much deeper than it than like I think they should. Mm-hmm. But it's like, bro, I mean, why can't we just not say either or? Well, like either or, especially especially the N word with the hard the hard R, just like because you can also say we repurpose the word, but then we don't have that kind of discrimination because we aren't. You know, we aren't part of the LBGTQ community, so we can't really. Rep- uh, uh, if you aren't part of that community, you can't really repurpose the word. That's not. You can't do that at all. I personally have not heard that F word in a very long time. Anyway, I rarely hear people say it. You have not, have you played Modern Warfare Call of Duty? No. Because <laughs> <laughs> man, I can tell you them, them them voice chats used to be toxic. Oh my god. Especially when you play video games, them niggas, they don't care. They don't care. Well, yeah. Well, as far as, like, me and just being around, I haven't heard people say that word in a while. Um, even being around people who are a part of uh, that community, I don't hear them say it. And yeah. I don't think they would say it just because I think it's just not a positive word to say. Where as far as the N-word, like, black people have turned it into a funny, like... It's become, low-key, it's become a, it's a pronoun. <laughs> Like legit, like when I say nigga, I just I mean it by everybody. Damn, these niggas wildin'. I can be a room full of white people. Damn, these niggas wildin'. But like it just it has become a pronoun for a lot of things, or just like a term of endearment as well. But like you're right, the f word. What what can it be? Like 
And yeah, I don't also, think that could ever be turned into something like positive or. But the, but we're also not the group of people who get to decide that as well. True. So that so that's why I'm so, so but that's just why but why even like even think about consider, considering saying it like it's no point of you trying to say it, bro. Mm-hmm. Like you're gonna get people mad. You're gonna be ostracized from society. You're gonna look at you as the homophobic motherfucker. We don't want to whoop your ass. Like, do you really want all those problems, my dude? Like, come on now. So I mean, that's my take on it. Is I don't think it's that serious. People, you know, people, Twitter got too much time on their hands now. Thank God everybody back in school, so the people can shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, God. and one, this is my last complaint. I hate niggas with anime ar- a- avatars, my, my my guy. Like y'all be saying the most wildest shit just because your you your RV is not a, a real picture of you. Y'all wouldn't be saying a lot of shit y'all be saying if in person or if y'all had a real picture, my nigga. Like y'all be saying some wild ass shit. Y'all need to stop doing that because. Yeah, I know for damn well I want to say some of the shit y'all say in person. I know damn well you ain't gonna call no big. You ain't gonna call, go up to a, a girl and say, "Hey, you a fat creature and you one heart, one burger away from a heart attack." You want to say that? Sheesh. You want to say that? Come on now, you know, you know better. So like, that's my that's my last random thing. I got so much rants, bro. But <laughs> thank you. First off, first off, I want to also end this. Well, I'm gonna end this episode. With um, we have a lot of exciting things going on for, for you guys. Can't tell you yet, but we have we will be having a video podcast format very soon. Coming coming like probably in the next month or a half. So once I get once I actually lock this interview down, you don't want to miss this interview. Ooh, child, you do not want to miss this interview. But um, as for that, you always know we're gonna come here with our opinions straight from the heart. We gonna say how we, how the fuck we feel. Y'all just gonna have to deal with it. Either you fuck with it, or you don't. That ain't my problem. But how do you, what do you want to close this off with today? I hope everyone has a great semester. I hope you're starting off strong. I hope you know what you're in school for and stay here for the uh, right reasons. Low-key, I'm waiting for the dropout because there's too many people here, bro. I'm just waiting for kids to drop out. LOL. (laughs) I'm tired of going to all fuck. It's like a long-ass line for some food. Like, no, y'all kids need to get the fuck out of here, bro. It's too packed. It's the one thing about the new semester of school. Like y'all need y'all need to drop out ASAP. Just go back home, my kids. I'm lying. But um like she said, I hope you guys have a great semester. We're gonna be here for the whole entire year. Don't worry, we back every freaking week and we give you new content. Hope you guys had a wonderful summer. You have a wonderful semester. And as we always end the show with Belle Junet, and since y'all are fluent Haitian speakers now, it means have a great day. And I truly hope you do. Mm-hmm.